All right, here we go. The Cavo back in business for Oak Ridge Ford in London, Ontario. OakRidgeFord.com. Norm, along with Mike, it is a late night show. Mike has to tuck in and get ready for a big trip to Toronto for game two of the Leafs Tampa series. How about that opener, Mike? Five nothing for the Maple Brothers, an emphatic start to the series against the two time defending Stanley Cup champions. And the best part of it, 62 penalty minutes for the Maple Brothers. Good evening, sir. Good evening, Norm. Uh, yeah, it was a Len Barker. It was a David Cohn or David Wells. It was a perfect game. What are you talking about? Good it was a, perf a perfect game. Oh. There you go. Uh, it was a Mark Burley. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, honestly, other than, other than the, the penalty to Clifford, I, I don't know if anything – they did was wrong. I mean, I heard I heard Brian Hayes and uh, the guys on the on overdrive this this afternoon say, I mean, it was actually a good thing that five minute penalty because they had four or five, you know, gild edged, uh, uh, you know, chances, right. uh, you know, two on ones, breakaways, and Tampa had nothing. Um, I mean, see that the, and the, you know, and I'm sticking yeah. to my prediction because I'd be a I'd be a complete phony if I didn't stick with my prediction but if the Leafs play like that in the six you know in in the seven game series they'll win and if Tampa plays as badly as they did in game one they will lose this series now I'm expecting Tampa to bounce play it better well yeah but I'm I'm expecting them you know a team that have won has won two Stanley Cups I'm expecting them to bounce back. But let me let me let me look at Tampa for a second. Look and look what what happened in that game. Vasilevsky was terrible. Um, you know he guessed on a couple. You know the Camp goal, the Marner goal. Um, you know it, it was tough to see through a screen on the on the Muzzin goal. You know I don't think any human alive would have stopped Matthews uh, one timer on that five on three. Right. But Vasilevsky was at best average, and in, in fact I think he was responsible for two or three goals. Mm -hmm. um, their star players, the the the, uh, the the Lightning, Stamkos whiffed on a few one timers. Kucherov was not very present. I, I barely noticed Braden Point or Anthony Sorelli. You didn't notice anybody. They didn't score a goal, Mike. So at the end of the day, they got 24 shots on goal, 0 for 5 on the power play, a nightmare start for the two-time defending champions. You can't think they took the Leafs lightly, and you can't believe that the Leafs are punching above their weight because they've never been in this circumstance before. At the end of the day, just a terrific start for the Maple Leafs. They're top guys playing really well jack campbell not overly tested and you know the the pushback regardless of whether the leafs can sustain this and i'm going to ask the question can they sustain this but whether regardless if they can sustain the the physicality i mean they sent the message last night that they're here to fucking play man let's go we gotta we, we have to win a series and it doesn't yeah. matter if it's the champions in our way we're yeah. gonna have to bust down some doors right so yes and yes and no okay okay because early in the game, you know, Clifford and Simmons, I think, you know, showed the physicality. Clifford went above and beyond on the, the pit from behind on Colton. He gets the five and the game and now a one-game suspension. It's not, you know, I mean, it's not uh, a horrendous loss because, you know, they have – they're probably going to put either Spezza in 
on the fourth line or insert Michael Bunting if he's ready to go. So the loss of Clifford for one game is not something that's really going to hurt them. But I do think that they need, and, and Sheldon Keefe said, you know, yeah. the fourth line was best in the last 20 games of the season when Clifford was part of it. And the reason that they need him is because of the crap that Tampa Bay pay, uh, uh, pulled in the third period with Corey Perry and right. Patrick Maroon doing their Mau Mau act. What did they think they were going to accomplish by doing that, Michael? Um, I would say try to wear down, try to hurt, try to get underneath the skin, try to send a message, all those things. You know, they went they went after Morgan Riley. They went after, you know, the, now, you know, they went after Labushkin and Riley fought Jan Ruta. But, you know, I mean, Morgan Riley is extremely important to that Leafs defense logging 25 minutes a night if you right. get into a fight. You know, and Maroon was bolo punching the guy. <laughs> they were they were sending a message that they're not going to be so I'm so excited. Like, I just love the way this thing started. And, and even if the Leafs gave up some goals and went into overtime, the pushback, right? This just the the fight back. Like they're they're playing like their lives depend on the result, not only of the game but of the series. Of course, it was it was really really refreshing, and they might you know they may sweep it. The likelihood of that is pretty, oh. no, but Mike, hold on, let me finish my point. Okay. They may sweep it. The likelihood of that is 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 slim, um, and they may get the crap kicked out of them in return. Um, at some point in the series and then go on to win or go on to lose. You couldn't have asked for a better start. And no. it gives it, it gives them a bit of credibility, a bit of leeway as we go forward. Now, uh, Matt, no, uh, Mike Hill. Uh, don't recognize the name, Mike, if this is your first time. Thank you for being here. If it's not, I apologize uh, for not recognizing you, but uh, we appreciate your support here uh, um, and you being here. Uh, Vasilevsky is 14-0 after a loss, so the Leafs need to be ruthless in front of the net and get garbage goals and really frustrate them. Um, you know, we're all about the now. Today, there's no game. The game was last night. But as of now, the Leafs are up one nothing in the series. Mike makes a good point that Vasilevsky is good at rebounding, good at coming back from, from, from those duds. Um, are, are we to believe that anything will change in terms of, uh, of, of that process and that flow for this guy? I, I don't think any. I don't think anything is going to change. I, I think in game two, what you would expect is Tampa Bay to step it up because they really didn't show up. And the Le the Leafs won every battle. The Leafs mm -hmm. won every every uh, race for the puck. Every stick battle. They won every single one. And it, Will in 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 the chats like. I, I sound like a leaf hater. I'm just I'm just trying to say it's like this is a team that's won two Stanley Cups in a row. It, that that performance last night, it, it, maybe it's maybe it's indicative of what Tampa Bay is. Maybe they're worn out. I don't think so. I think they're a team that is going to give the Leafs a lot of problems. Now, if the Leafs come out tomorrow night in Game Two and open up a can of whoop ass like they did in Game One, then you know then I have to rethink my position. But right now, I'm still I, the Leafs better be prepared to play an even better game than they did in game one. They rode, you know, the, the momentum of the, of the kill of the five minute kill, you know, they got the goal for Muzzin. They had this fantastic second period. And then in the third, you know, it got to be garbage time and we saw what, what Perry and Maroon and those guys did. And you can expect more of the same. Right. Uh, game two, you can expect, Tampa Tampa is going to fight and claw tooth and well, nail to to win and you you know guys like Kucherov are even cheap and I, I think that the Leafs have to be prepared for that kind of stuff. 
Yeah, this is the combo for Oak Ridge Ford, Norm in London, Mike in Chicktawaga. It's great to have everybody with us uh, doing shows in between series games, uh, potentially pre-game, potentially post-game. Uh, we're on our road to a, a million views here, and we're real, real close. So Mike and I are pretty dedicated to that. Um, Jake Muzzin scores, and it just it's again, we've talked about Muzzin ad nauseum, about whether he's Still got it in him, uh, whether, you know, he's one hit away from, from the end of his career. Uh, if he, so it's how, you know, what a, how ironic that Jake Muzzin opens what could be a very long and prosperous run for the Maple Leafs with a goal in, 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 um, in the first period. You know, the second period has been a bone of contention for Leaf fans watching their team either, you know, go tit for tat with the opposition or fall apart and then have to claw back in the third. I mean, it couldn't have gone better. The Leafs get a power play goal from Austin Matthews. He's on the board, so he's feeling good about it. Then they get a shorthanded goal. They go up 3 nothing. And in the past, we would expect the Leafs to succumb, you know, to succumb to this lead and then give it all back. But on the contrary, they seem to get stronger and stronger, went up 4 nothing, And then after that, I think uh, John Cooper and the guys were just like, you know what? Uh, roll up your sleeves. Let's go to war. We're going to fight this one out, and then we'll start it up in game two again. The Leafs answered the challenge all the way through, and I, I'm, I'm really proud of the group. And it was, But it just it went their way. The question is tomorrow, if it doesn't, what kind of response will we get? Yeah, I mean, we have to see how this team responds to adversity because they didn't really have any adversity in game one, and that's because they played so well. But, I, you know, you, you have to wait until the moment – and it happens in every series with every team where they get punched in the mouth figuratively and you say, okay, how do they respond to that? You know, how, if, you know, God forbid, if there's an injury, God forbid, if there's, you know, a really bad goal if Campbell flubs one, I mean, how do they respond? And that, that's, that's the thing. It's like, we don't know whether, I mean, the way they played in game one, nothing went wrong and everything was, everything was extremely positive. We don't know what the psyche of this team is, and we don't know how they will respond to something like last year, three-one and overtime goal things. Like that. You, that that has you have to be cognizant of of what how right. to, how they respond to that. But you know, I'm I'm being as positive as I as I can. It's like you know the the big boys showed up. I I did like five things that the Leafs needed to happen for them to win. And I said, win the goaltending battle or at least draw even. And they won the goaltending battle because Vasilevsky was bad. You know, the, the big guys, you know, I call them the M&M boys, like Mantle and Maris, Marner and Matthews need to produce. They wow, produce. wow. That's quite the comparison, my friend. Well, they, 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 they produce six points. Um, you know, they not to get pushed around. I don't think they got pushed around, but I do yeah. think Tampa, you know, took some liberties. Um, and one of the, one of the other was forget the past. Don't right. dwell on it. Don't bring up these bad memories. If one thing goes wrong, the intestinal fortitude, this team has mm. stronger. And like I said, right now, we don't know because everything went right in game one. And if something goes wrong in game two or one of the other games in the series, how they fight through that. And that'll be the interesting thing. Let me just do a quick roll call. It's just nice to have everybody with us. David Haina. Mike Hill, Masiak Gakowski from uh, Windsor, Detroit. Dean Johnson's here. Arnav Bardwaj. Danny Grinick, our man from, um, what is that, New, New England? 
ball buster. Of course, the Leafs were ball busters last night. Uh, Andrew Walters, uh, great contributions in community, Andrew. Will 85 in the mix. Uh, Billy B, I'm probably missing a few, but thank you very much uh, for being here. The podcast brought to you by Oak Ridge Ford. Lots of new, n- lots of new um, inventory on the ground, especially Escape. Not too, too expensive. Good lease rates on that. Good finance rates on that. Great car SUV with all kinds of uh, safety tech and luxury. Get at me. I can help you on a truck. They're expensive, but you know what? They're they're worth the money. Uh, and um, they they certainly hold their value. Not the little um, the little putt around that Mike drives around uh, suburban Buffalo. You go. Like, you go. Oh, cool it down, Mr. Russia. What's going on here? <laughs> Where, where's where's my buddy commissioner? Where is he in the chat? Oh, no, hold that's, on. oh that's right. That's right. He quit the show because <laughs> that's amazing. That's amazing. Hey, OG's oh, comments don't quit the show. Come on, we we all don't agree all the time, but right in this moment, we all agree the least we're unfucking believable. And game one, it is exciting to see, and it's games like that that generate or gin up excitement in me. Right? Look, I'm wearing I'm wearing my Leafs practice jersey from the early 2000s. Do you not picture? Darcy Tucker booting around the ice trying to pick a fight with his own teammates at practice. Now, okay, in I, one of these, I on, did. Man. I did not say this on social media. Marcus I, Daly's here too. What about me, your OG buddy, Marcus? Yeah, we got you, brother. I did not say this on social media during the game on Monday, but I thought it, and now I will say it. Um, in a game that's five nothing, you can excuse somebody missing on a breakaway and missing on a clear two on one in a close game in a playoff. You cannot have guys like William Nylander missing gilded edged opportunities. They had a great playoff last year. So that that'll, I mean, that that's enough. That's enough. He's good. He's he's into the hall of fame. It's forgivable because they dominated the game and they they won five, nothing. But if that's game is a two, two game in the third period and he's got a breakaway, he's got a barrier. Right. Mike, again, we've gone on about this forever. Look, William <laughs> Nylander's a support player, okay? He's not leading the charge. He led the charge last year, and look where it got them. God bless the guy, but it's Matthews and Marner. If those two dudes stay healthy and those two dudes are running running amok and they are putting up crazy points and they are unstoppable, the Leafs' chances of moving you know, beyond game after game successfully are uh, – increased exponentially and again a lot of the naysaying on our part had to do with the fact that what we saw last in the playoffs was not very encouraging so never mind the regular season we all know you're gonna have the you're gonna win 116 games in a season like the seattle mariners and lose to a team like the yankees like who 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 loses to the yankees ever so again from what we saw in the playoffs then to what we're seeing now is a huge contrast but they have to continue it and they need um you know, they, they need guys like Marner and Matthews to have, you know, 25, 30 plus points when they reach uh, reach the zenith of this of this tournament, because those are the straws that stir the drink. Uh, Nylander, thank God for him. If Riley can chip in a little bit here and there, and you know, some of these other guys, but it's the two of them. You call them Mantle and Maris for fuck's sakes. Why wouldn't we expect anything other than that kind of um, contribution no. for, for, from those, those kinds of guys? And hey. Cash it with a pair of assists. Look out, Consmite Trophy. Here he comes. Well, I mean, he's. I mean, <laughs> nobody uh, else is laughing. Nobody else has a sense he's, of humor. He's clearly a, a valuable player. Uh, he's clearly somebody who gives them another skill player who you can put in the top six or put in the top nine. 
Um, so yeah, I mean, and, and knock on wood, I mean, cause he's had n- a number of, of concussions throughout his career. I hope he avoids that because he's a valuable player, but you know, it, I hate to say it's only a matter of time because, but, but the thing is in the in a playoff scenario, everybody's got to keep their head up and he's got to avoid the, right. the, the big, big contact. Using another baseball term. What about Michael bunting? Ah, but I'm bummed. Um, it was funny. It sounded it sounded today like there's a good chance he gets inserted in the lineup. Um, I the one the one thing though I don't know whether they want to bring in Bunting and have him play fourth line minutes. Um, you know, just to get him in the lineup. Um, and who do they remove? Like, well, no, I mean they had Kerfoot playing with Matt Marner and Matthews, and Kerfoot was fantastic. So. And Kerfoot had an incredible game. So what, I think they should move Marner to the third line and. and... Uh, but the. Uh, I just. But have... I, I think that I think the possibility is they're putting Spezza in the lineup, um, because Spezza can be on your second power play and uh, fit in and where Clifford is on that on that uh, fourth line. Yeah. Um, and give Bunting another game in terms of recuperating because it sounds like he's close, but I think. You know, a couple more days wouldn't exactly hurt him. So, I I I would say it's fifty fifty, but I'd say they lean towards going with Spezza rather. And and yes, he is practicing. He practiced on Sunday, um, but he left practice. I was at I was at Ford Performance Center. He left pra- practice early. Um, he's skating before. Well, eighty five. It's my birthday, so I'll have as many as I want. Okay, you calm the fuck down. Um, <laughs> listen, again, again. Here's here's the thing, right? This is we've used a war of attrition. It sounds like it's a you know played out phrase, but it's it's true. You're you're going to have guys drawn to the lineup whether they want to be in there or not, whether they're pissing their pants or their knees are shaking. They're going to have to go in the lineup because someone's got to go in, right? Um, this lineup, the way it was put together, was successful in game one, and I think everybody in that lineup deserves to get another opportunity in game two. I I don't if if it ain't broke, right? As B Skinny says, um, if it if it ain't broke, then you know give yeah. give it another give it another go. There's no reason to you know overmanage at this point. No, Let these guys go back out there and 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 uh, I uh, mean resume the series and, and have round two with these cats. All I'm saying is that not only are Tampa and we all know this, right? If we were the Leafs, we're Leaf fans and our team loses five nothing in the first game, we're gonna think that they're gonna come back with with a with a vengeance the next game. So we have to expect that. The question is. How are the Leafs going to, um, you know, how are they going to defend against that and still come out successful, you know, in this in the second game of the series? Just a few more minutes, and we'll get out of here. Had Clifford not been suspended, they probably would have come back with the exact same lineup. I, I have to also make, I mean, make, you know, call into the, uh, you know, the, the, their defense played fantastic. Giordano played great. Muzzin, as you mentioned, played great. Timothy Liljegren played twenty minutes. I mean. All, all the all the talk that we heard during the year about Timothy Lilligren being traded, shut the hell up. Not happening. <laughs> he lives in the Bible Belt. That's why he doesn't use the F words. Oh, well, in oh. Canada, we're a little more liberal up here until uh, the Supreme Court. Yeah, you don't have to tell him swearing. <laughs> um, and it's coming. Um, but uh, no, you know, and, and that and that's the thing, right? Again, with with. Um, Kyle Clifford, he's the sacrificial lamb. And, you know, who knows? That could propel 
just the just him kind of falling on his sword. I, 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 I did I did find it hilarious that the, that he wears forty three, and that's you know that's the third time a guy wearing forty three has been suspended in the playoffs for the Leafs over the last four or five years. I know, and I'm I'm glad they, the Leafs got rid of Nazem Kadri. <laughs> it's just not a not a player you'd want on your team, right? Um, but uh, that's neither here nor there. We can talk about those other teams and other conferences at another point, or we can just continue to discuss the the, the Maple Leafs' five nothing winner in Game One of this uh, first round series against the two time defending Stanley Cup champions. You, at work today, you know, uh, just talking to Leaf fans, non Leaf fans, and, and I've I've read it on social media and even in the even in the comments and community. Uh, the Leafs uh, YouTube.com slash Leafs Combo community. Check it out, guys. Oh, you know, Tampa's wins, Tampa's championships should have an asterisk beside them because, you know, it was the COVID, um, the COVID era shortened. And then the next one, you know, everybody, other teams were compartmentalized. And at the, think about it. If the Leafs had won those, would we, would we be saying that, you know, those weren't real championships and they have to win a third? They, they did what they had to do given the circumstances and they got it done. Right, it's like teams that win championships in the original six era. What did you want them to not play? That's what it was. It was what it was. So we got to give them credit. Now we're back to normal. And you know, nobody can say to me that Tampa, that those were just that was just the, all the ruse that Tampa really shouldn't have been good enough to win. They were right. You know, they were at a situ at a point in the ascension of that that organization and that group that they were ready to win or not. So. I think in their minds, they would like to solidify it with another championship, which is going to be so hard to do because winning one is tough. Winning two in a row is even tougher. Winning three in a row, we've talked about it. When's the last time that happened? So the Leafs took it to them in the opener. The, the question from the Leafs' perspective is, you know, what do we have to give in game two? Because if it's, a, if it's like game one and they can come up with a similar result, man, oh, man, uh, they're going to put some real pressure on Tampa. Last few points to you, Mike, and we'll get out of here. Well, uh, let's just say this. Um, if they could bottle what they did in game one and reopen just the tenacity, that. right? Like just go back with it. Yeah. But, but it, you know, not just tenacity, it was everything. It was speed. Right. It was, it was creativity. Sure. It was, you know, they, they put Tampa on their heels. Um, all I'm saying is if they, if they can bottle that and do that again, then they're going to be in pretty good shape. I mean, you know, I, I expect again Tampa to rise up to to uh, show you know what they are, uh, and guys like Stamkos with who have a lot of pride and a lot of talent are gonna are gonna show up. But you know, it, it is also possible because, like I said, I didn't notice certain players playing with the same quality as I've seen them in in the past. You know, Kucherov, Point, Sorelli. Uh, headmen all seemed to be off. Now that could be just one game. It could be like, okay, they were caught flat-footed. You know, the uh, Sheldon Keith gave the gave the Leafs crowd, and I, I was, I was, you know, I'm anxious to see how the crowd when I'm there tomorrow, how they react, how how electric the building was. They were psyched. It was a first playoff game at home since 2019 with fans. Um, so, but the Leafs rode that emotion. Mm -hmm. And they do it again. If they can do the, that again, then they hold serve, hold the first two games at home, go to Tampa. If they can split in Tampa, then they're up 3 1. I mean, it, look, that's looking far ahead. First things first, they got to win tomorrow and take a 2 0 lead. 
Yeah, the game, the game, the game may be different, right? And yes. Tampa, T Tampa sent the message it wanted to send late in the game that okay, we we're not going to win this thing, but we're going to leave some blood on the ice. Kyle Clifford got suspended. You know, he's I'm not saying he's a linchpin or a, anybody special in particular. However, right again, he fell on his own sword, got the job done in that circumstance. She and Carlos Santos just hit a two run home run, Mike. So. I know you're like, I know they've, they've, Hey, they've, they've won the, uh, they've won the May world series. Congratulations. Um, you know, game one's great, but they need to win four. it's really just, it's one, one battle done. Um, the war is going to be something that will require many battles to be won. And we shall see what the Leafs can do next. I'm excited to watch it. Now, Corey Perry was on that Habs team last year, wasn't he? Yes. How the hell? Imagine Corey Perry, Beating the Leafs in the first round of last year's playoffs, then joining the Bolts and beating them again. If you that were, in and of itself is reason to believe the Leafs are going to win this series, because what are the odds of that? Like, come on. You, if you Perry remember, already. If by you remember, Corey Perry was the guy who put out Tavares. He was the he was the knee that ended Tavares' season. So. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I don't think he did it on purpose, but yeah. I do think that, you know, it's it's not co so coincidental that he's the type right. of player that he is. So, right. OK, so game two of the series tomorrow we'll be watching. Stand by, guys. Um, either subscribe to the podcast, hit the bell icon, follow Mike and myself on social media. Just stay close. You don't know when the next episode's coming. It may come on off days. It may come to after tomorrow's game. Uh, who knows? We're going to do a ton of stuff. We have our own goals to, to uh, achieve as we cover the Maple Leafs going towards uh, what we're hoping will be a long playoff run. And who knows, maybe result in the team's first Stanley Cup since 1967, the year Mike got divorced for the first time. So painful memories, Michael. Yes. Okay. All right. Safe travels to Toronto. We'll be following. For Mike, I'm Norm. We're out, guys. Thanks for the birthday wishes.